You're listening to Hashtag Truth in 5 with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you five-minute episodes of weekly biblical truth to help you fill your cup. Join us each week on ChristianMix106.com or find us on your favorite app at Canyon Star TV Radio. This is Jenny Muscatel on Hashtag Truth in 5. As I sat in reflection this morning, I was reminded of a time not long after my mom had passed away. Death has a way of imparting wisdom that we can't always recognize in the land of the living. It teaches us things, albeit hard, it does teach us. My mom was someone I could talk with about anything, any time of day. She would always listen, reassure me, or tell me not to worry. She would usually give me a hug and tell me that she loved me, and it always meant the world. We were close. I was the youngest of seven kids, which left only me and my brother at home after my dad died when I was nine. My dad was only 46 at the time of his death, and it left her devastated. And as it often happens after losing a spouse, her life was turned upside down. My mom lived in an era where it was commonplace for the dad to work and the mom to be at home, which meant she didn't just lose her husband, but her financial stability. We moved from her home into a small little apartment in town, and I watched her pick up the broken pieces of grief as she worked to put her life back together. We were all sad, but I distinctly remember her pain. I think it may have been the first time in my young life that I truly saw what grief looked like. Her heart was broken, but she remained kind. She never knew how often I saw her cry. She tried to hide it, but I did notice. She also tried to be strong and put on a brave face whenever I walked into the room, and I noticed that too. What she didn't know was the lessons that she taught me. They were lessons rooted in perseverance, gratitude, and empathy. And while I wish she didn't have to experience the things that she had to experience, I will forever be grateful for those lessons. Fast forward to 2014 when my mother passed away. It was a whirlwind sort of year because two months after that, my husband died as well. And one day, as I sat at my kitchen table, picking up the pieces of a life turned upside down, I caught myself trying to put on a brave face for my kids and remembered those moments when I was a little girl and my mom did the same. And suddenly, I melted into a heap of longing. I longed for the deep conversations, for the reassurances she always gave me, for the opportunity to talk to someone who had been there, for her wisdom and her guidance. It's a common thing. How many times do we wish we could talk to someone who was gone or wish for another chance to ask them all the questions we never asked or to take the time to write down all the wisdom they had to share? What a gift that would be. And in a moment, I became so keenly aware of the gift that Jesus gave to us in the Sermon on the Mount in a way that stopped me in my tracks. See, Jesus knew he would be departing, that he would be crucified for love's sake. He knew he would no longer be physically with us, and he knew his time was running out. He also knew he had a plan to not leave us alone, because he came so that we could have life and have it everlasting. But he also came to show us and tell us how to live. And all those things that I was longing for, I realized I had them in Jesus. See, I could talk to him, someone who had been there in that place of grief at any given time, on any given day because he is the living God. I realized that every time I spoke with him, he reassured me with his promises. He left me with more lessons than I can even comprehend in perseverance and gratitude and empathy. And in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, 
He left me instruction for my life written down in that way that I longed for. And toward the end of that sermon in Matthew 7, 24 through 25, he says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Friends, Jesus is that rock. 1 Samuel 2.2 tells us, There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. And in Psalm 18.2, it says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. So let's cry out like David does in Psalm 61.2. From the end of the earth, I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Let's pray. Lord, we cannot do this life in our own strength. We need you, God. And today we cry out to you like David from the ends of the earth, near and far, whether our heart feels strong or whether our heart feels faint. You, God, are the rock of our foundation. Lead us, God, to the rock that is higher than us and remind us to set our feet on your firm foundation. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today on Hashtag Truth in 5. And thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Truth in 5. Remember to catch new episodes each Friday and Saturday at 5.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Christian Mix 106. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.